It was blistering hot and humid, and I could not sleep in my sweat-soaked bed. So I sat on the windowsill trying to conjure up a breeze by sheer wishful thinking. From my bedroom, I could see that the car's interior light was on in our carport. I thought one of the doors had been left open by one of my brothers. Keen for a reprieve from the confines of my bedroom, I made my way downstairs past my parents watching TV to check the car. I checked all of the car's doors and they were all closed, yet the light was still on. I realised that the central switch must have been in the on position. As I climbed in to switch it off, a man jumped up behind me, groped me with one hand, and claimed to be holding a knife in his other hand. Although I couldn't see the knife, I wasn't about to question him. I could smell alcohol on his breath. He told me to take my nightie off. I didn't have any pants on, but I didn't want to argue. I'd never been naked in front of anyone before and I really wasn't ready to be, but I knew that if I was to survive this, I had to do what I was told. We were now face to face. I knew this man, or so I thought. He was the elder brother of a friend from youth group. His sister was in my class. I'd served him in our shop almost daily. I took my nightie off slowly. He started trying to kiss me with his tongue and my body stiffened in repulsion. I was petrified. He began wrestling with his belt buckle while one hand remained on my breasts. He couldn't undress me one-handed as well as manoeuvre me into a position where he could have sex with me. So he got into the car with me. I was naked, vulnerable, and every survival instinct was itching within me. I inched my way to the other door, knowing it was futile, as only minutes ago I had taken pride in locking it. I knew what was expected of me, but didn't want to do it. Like a dream, my father came up behind the man and hit him with a baseball bat. I'd been saved. But I was sorry. It was my father who had saved me. I thought, oh shit, now I have to thank him. Isn't that horrible? I was nearly raped, and all I could think of was that I might have to touch my father. I wasn't grateful. He told me to get out of the car. I told myself to act grateful and put my arms around him. I gave him the most sincere hug I could muster. Obviously, it wasn't sincere enough, as he went absolutely cold. I knew then that he had seen what he'd wanted to see and that my mother would take his side. Despite this, I was taken to a hospital room and surrounded by four or more people wearing white. I felt exposed, humiliated, confused and cold like I'd never experienced before. They were asking me questions like, what did his penis look like? And how big were his fingers? Did he insert them? I gave them no answers. I wasn't trying to be difficult. I just couldn't speak. And maybe I didn't know the answers. I closed my eyes on the examination table 
and woke up in a dark police station confronted by two fat men. There were no niceties in this room, and particularly no sense of compassion. These men expected an explanation as to why I was out in the car that evening. It took all my strength, my pride and courage to speak, let alone relive my night. While I told the police my story, they sat opposite me with folded arms, arched eyebrows and pursed lips. They didn't write anything down. Finally, when I finished my tale, they looked at one another, with a look that only they seemed to understand. They went into a diatribe about wasting their time and prick-teasing older men with your little skimpy nighty.